her live. Hello, everybody. I did not check the sound, but I hope it sounds great. Speak. Check one, two, one, two. Nope, check. that is not going through. Oh, that wire. Yeah, it needs to be connected to the phone, but geez, everybody knows that. Everybody knows it has to be connected. All right, I think we're on. Yeah, the little green lights on. Oh, yeah. We're gonna have to put your gain a little bit higher because uh, you have a sweet little voice. I have a raspy voice. It's okay. It's fine. We can't really see ourselves this time. I know it's kind of <laughs> weird, <laughs> but it's fine. All right, we're good. All right, guys. Hey, thank you guys for joining us uh, again. We're doing here uh, the Process to Purpose podcast, and this is the Process segment. And I have my beautiful, amazing, super supportive wife joining me today. And um, so today we're actually going to be on the wealth subject or wealth pillar, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. And uh, so today's topic is uh, building wealth together. But before we get going, um, my wife actually has some pretty cool questions to go over. Uh, did you want to ask the questions? Yeah, well, we maybe could. Like one and one. Yeah, we could take turns. Okay, so perfect. it's just kind of, I don't know if you guys heard of would you rather questions. Um, so they're just like funny questions see like which one would you rather so love yes would you rather explore space or the ocean well space yeah why, why space well because i've never been there and I've, i feel like i've been to the ocean many many times like you think and i think i could like in space i can find like i could float you know i don't feel so heavy in water you don't feel heavy either oh dang <laughs> In water, you float too. I guess you're right. I uh, think I would pick the ocean. You would pick the ocean. Yeah. Really? I don't know, I'm kind of fascinated with like whales and orcas, like Shamu. Wait, wait. If we're gonna say whales and orcas, give me your best. Uh, no. <laughs> give me, give me your best. Uh, I'm not gonna do a Dory. Yes, exactly. Give me your impersonation of how. To you know, no, I'm not gonna do Come it. Come on, no. do it. Do it. Already okay. turning red, probably. <laughs> and guys, uh, we are sponsored by Starbucks, by the way. Oh, and um, the Denver Broncos. Oh yeah, the Denver Broncos. Uh, that's uh, our team of choice. If yeah. I'm sure so you guys you knew that know. already. Um, but uh, next question. Okay. All right. Uh, would you rather be fluent in all languages or be a master of every musical instrument? Definitely languages. Why? I would, because I would know what everyone's saying all the time. Oh, if they're talking smack about you, you yeah, yeah, I'll straight up be like, "Jesus loves you." Yeah, <laughs> in other languages. When they're, they're cutting your nails and they're just going at it, and I they're know. like, "Did you, she just say that I do not wash my feet?" <laughs> I'm talking about me, not you, but like, I'm like, uh, <laughs> my wife has clean feet, by the way, and I don't like feet, and I, I can tolerate. And he hers. likes mine, so yeah. Um, and I think I rather um, be fluent in all languages because I'm just very terrible at uh, instruments in general. Like, unless I could be like a cool like triangle guy or something, that'd be pretty Ding. awesome. But besides that, yeah, all languages and really because um, yeah, I'm just curious to, to you know yeah speak I feel to different like you people. You could travel the world and if yeah. you know all the languages. Yeah, they won't rip me off. I rip you off. Yeah. All right, next one. Would you? Oh, you're gonna like this one. Would you rather sing like an opera star or cook like a gourmet chef? Oh, that, that's a hard one. Really? Yeah. Um, 
because I like food a lot. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're the gourmet chef and <laughs> and then and then I'm the opera star, I'll be fine. I think I'll go. Wait, are you gonna choose opera? No, are you gonna choose uh, gourmet chef? Which one do you think I would pick? Gourmet chef. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well. I'd definitely go with opera since we already have one chef in the family. I might as well be the opera. opera but you scene. like singing too. I there's a difference between liking and actually being able to sing. Yeah, that's why I said you like to yeah. sing, not that you can sing. I mean, you can't sing, but not uh, in tune. No, I don't have I have zero rhythm. But should we practice some opera right now? Try it. Do the one Natalie did. Remember when we did karaoke? Oh, I don't. She uh, was pretty Maria? good actually. No, I don't remember. You <laughs> I don't remember. Maria. Have... There you go. Maria. <laughs> I can never remember. <laughs> um, okay, that's the last time you me in front of my friends. Okay, good. Okay, would you rather live on a boat in the middle of the ocean or live in a treehouse in the middle of the rainforest? Treehouse in the rainforest, for Why? sure. Why? Because have you ever seen Tarzan and Jane, the movie Tarzan, the Disney one? Mm, yeah. Rings He's like about. swinging through the vines. He has gorilla friends. Gorilla friends, definitely. You got one right here. That'll be. <laughs> oh, it's a bear. That'll be cool. Nice. Um, I would definitely uh, choose uh, middle of the rainforest because what if my boat just gets old or something? You're done though. So I'd rather just, I mean. I well, they'll probably make a movie. Like, uh, build um, another treehouse. Like Castaway? Castaway. Wilson. But with a boat? But with the boat. We're on a boat. We're on a boat. We're on a boat. Yeah. We're on a boat. All right. Uh, that's her uh, having enough of me. Um, so, again, guys, we're, we're, we're talking about building wealth together. Uh, so, this is our wealth, like I said, show. And uh, so, we actually have some pretty good stuff for you guys. Um, how long have we been married now? Going on seven months. Eight months. <laughs> eight months. On the 5th of July. It'll be eight months. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's you awesome. You know this. <laughs> eight months on uh, next month. So, and we're actually going to be celebrating our little anniversary in Idlewild. In Idlewild. So, um, what's in Idlewild? It's like mountains and... Yeah. It's a small city that we... that. We go to in the San Jacinto Mountain region, and it's literally like a little town. We've been, my family and I have been going there for like the last 15 years. Wow. And we always just rent out a little cabin, and we just hang out, go on hikes, eat, play games. Mm, you got me at eat. All right, I'm there. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so we're going to start off with topic of uh, building wealth together, and so we want to start with uh, like what we used to believe wealth used to be. So, you know, growing up for, for me, I felt like wealth was something that wasn't attainable. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that, that I couldn't really achieve because I, I, I didn't really feel like anybody really had it in, in my you, family. You didn't know how it looked. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, to me, I mean, uh, I had no idea what it was. No one really taught me what it was. So even if I was like, Hey, I'm going to be wealthy. I didn't know what wealth, what wealth was. I mm-hmm. didn't, even I, all I thought about wealth was probably money, mm. which I know it's far more than just money because, Absolutely. you know, we, we know that you can have money and you can also be, uh, you know, you, and not happy, be not yeah. happy. You have all this money, but you're not happy. You know, you're all you're just consumed with your work, whatever the case is. Um, that's what I believe wealth is. But now I have a new understanding of what wealth is. And, 
you know, I know just growing up, it, it, even maybe for you, wealth might have been an ugly word at the beginning. Yeah, I think because I grew up in the church, you know, there's always that bad stigma about like having a lot of money or just materialistic things, you know, that someone's not centered or that's like their love, you know, because they have like that's their a lot. That's their primary focus. Yeah. And I think growing up, I didn't I don't think I had like a bad understanding of wealth, but I think our more focus was in like wealth for us is like having a good family, having good health. Yeah. Um, you know, just like the more um, meaningful things versus just like money, materialistic things and just having possessions versus just, you know, really finding meaning in in things you have. Yeah, and I I really do believe that, you you know, a lot of people in the church, they're, you know, hey, I'm a Christian, I'm, I'm this person, so I'm supposed to not be wealthy. Right. I feel like a lot of people have that in the church. And I think it's a little more old school, too, mm-hmm. where, um, you know, people, they, they feel like being wealthy in, in their head is, is something bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they have I mean, I think they come from a good place um, yeah, most where, yeah, like you always have to like acknowledge like your heart and your motive and things like that. And you know maybe um you know and then there's a lot of judgment behind it too as to like oh if you have so much why don't you give back so much and yeah you know and you never know what a person really is doing like helping charities or helping yeah. their church like we don't know that so it's not right for us to judge anyone off you know regardless but even those that we we see as wealthy yeah. um, and just seeing like the materialistic things like we don't know what really goes behind, you know, behind closed doors and yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, because I think a lot of people even change up that that, that scripture where it says, you know, uh, they think it says uh, money is the root of all evil. Mm, the love uh, of money. But it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. And I, and I truly believe that because it can consume you. Like yeah. we said earlier, it does have like a lot of power, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's where the church really tries to um, put focus as to you know just like anything else, it just it doesn't have to be money, but money runs the world, so um, yeah. that can consume a person, and you know like changes who you hang out with, changes what you're doing, mm-hmm. and just could change you as a person. Yeah, and I think too. you know money. Money's probably the most talked about thing in in the Bible, you know. So I know it's 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 important. It's a necessity, and it's more of a tool. But um, before we go into all that, you know, we want to start going into what does having wealth mean to to us as a, as a, as a married couple, mm-hmm. as you know, as godly as a godly couple. And I always like to say that we're a power couple. That's one of our affirmations. But. Um, do you want to go off that? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so, uh, you know, having wealth, what it means to me is first, you know, being uh, in tune with, 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 with Jesus Christ and, and the Holy Spirit and just being, um, so really my, my spiritual life is probably, um, you know, would bring me wealth, as you know, as, uh, as with my family as well. Uh, health finances so it's really just being all rounded Mm -hmm. with everything because i know if say you know yeah my spiritual life is there um my my health is there but my finances aren't then 
there's some, that's something that you know you've probably seen growing up is just fighting over money mm-hmm. you know uh, argument because we don't have enough or mm-hmm. because the money should be going here but not there um so i think just being well-rounded is really where wealth is at mm-hmm. and um even same thing you know if you have your your spiritual life and, but you have your your in your wealth right but then you don't have your health right then your body's not going to be able to, you're not going to have the energy to do everything else. And, you know, you're not going to live as long. So the, you have to be well-rounded. Same thing if you have the health and the and the wealth, but you don't have, you know, your spiritual life in mm-hmm. tune, then what it would really, you're not going to have a foundation. Yeah. So overall, it's just having like a good balance in, in everything, you mm-hmm. know, if it's finances, career, family, relationships, your spiritual life. You know, obviously, like our foundation is having a relationship with God. So everything and anything that we do, that's going to be our foundation. And that is where we get, you know, our discernment, our decision making. Um, You know, when we have to make sacrifices, we have to pre-plan, we have to organize in order just to use our resources to its max potential in order for us to benefit from it. Because if we're not doing that, if we're not, you know, making smart choices in any area of that life, then we're going to see that off balance. And I mean, it's it's a journey. It's a process. You Mm -hmm. know, it's not perfect, you know, but I think just being in tune and really recognizing that um we need to do that and just finding tools and resources that help us bring balance to all the all those areas in our lives is where we we find the wealth right yeah yeah definitely because i know even growing up like like we said i i thought it was just with money Mm -hmm. because i wanted to be rich but now i i'm starting to learn that you know my having a strong marriage having uh you know the relationship i have with christ that's having wealth because mm-hmm. I, I i even if the, i know the money's gonna come it doesn't matter i know the health is gonna come uh but my main focus right now is my spiritual life because mm-hmm. i feel like that's what i need to work on the most to and be able- it will always be because that's our foundation yeah. yeah and that and that's that's something that 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 helps me with my marriage or our marriage i should say like I'm, you know, <laughs> with our with my marriage i'm included too yeah mrs Cedeno in the flesh um so but yeah so that that that's what really wealth means to yep. us right now mm-hmm. and um so now we can go on to just the importance of uh being on the same page mm-hmm. about uh being wealthy and um but before i go into that Let's let's just share um, what you thought when you know once I gave my life to Christ, all these amazing goals and and just huge visions came into my heart and my life, and mm-hmm. and I didn't really know how to tell people about them, but I started telling you about it, and you know how how did you what do you think of my you know huge ambitions and, and goals and visions? Yeah, I mean, I really admired that you did still have these goals and just you know this mindset to achieve greater and bigger things but in the beginning i just wanted you i wanted to make sure you know you weren't just like getting these ideas like off of a high you know off of just like a jesus high that (laughs) in the sense of you know that um we wanted to make sure, you know, that your heart was right yeah, with your intention of whether it was like to make 
money or just have a solid career because he's always had like an entrepreneurship mindset and you know i'm i'm very like i'm i'm content with with anything and i think um god really used my husband to kind of expand that that you know what like i could give you anything your heart desires you know if it's according to my will yeah of course so i i think that that's where we're a good uh balance yeah we're a good balance good partnership because um you know i have my my goals over here and ambitions over here together yeah right doing it together but uh she's a little bit better at being a little bit more humble having that humility that that we do need so like I tell her, like, don't worry about it. We're going to have it. And she's like, okay, well, let's just not say it like that. But let's, what are we, yeah. like, does God want that for our lives? And, that, and and it is important to me, okay, to kind of, like, peel back the layers of the onion and say, hey, is this what God really wants me to do? Let yeah. me chill a little bit. Because I know he means well and his heart is there. But, I mean, we have to remember that the way we respond to things, you know, like, it has to also match with our beliefs, you know, and yeah. that's humility and just being gentle, you know, the fruits of the spirit, things like that. And I think I, um, we also balance each other in the sense of he has all these, you know, goals and, you know, things that we want to do. And I'm more the like concrete person as to like, OK, that that's cool. Like, how are we going to do it? You know, like. And um, I don't want to say like I'm the Debbie Downer because I don't think that's what it is. No. But I'm I'm more, I guess, realistic in the sense of, you know, just time frame and what are we capable of doing now? And I definitely don't like shut them down or anything like that. But we do put things into perspective as to, um, you know, let's see if this is according to God's will. Let's pray about it. We do yeah. pray about things, you know, we don't go out on the whim and just make decisions we definitely seek guidance whether it's even like our parents or talking to our friends our pastors things like that um our mentors yeah we're definitely you know um consulting with people and just seeing like hey we want to do this or you know we have this decision to make or we have these plans even with like this podcast like yeah we would pray about it get insight and people would be like yeah just do it what do you got to lose things like that so um it's really helpful just to be connected and get that feedback um whether it's you know um criticism in the sense of just to like help us or even just yeah. guide us in the direction that we need to be guided because i mean we're not perfect and um we learn from each other and from others yeah. so that's that's how we try to do things yeah. and it's funny because like i felt like i actually had to like sell her on the fact that like it was something that god had put in my heart but i know it was like that i know that it was god that put it in my heart because like it just came out of nowhere Right. I was working at a warehouse. I was like, cool. I'm going to be here for a while. Sick. I'm making good money. Um, um, you know, maybe I get a sales job here. Who knows? But it's like right when I decided to have, you know, that 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 relationship with God and gave my life to God, mm-hmm. everything came like everything. So I felt like, yes, it got to put it in my heart. But at the same time, I, I had to sell my wife on the fact that it was God that's you know, given to yeah, me. Yeah. And I did have to trust God and him. In the sense of because he needs to do work on his end too, like when he quit his his job, his warehouse job, it was wasn't like you were what jerking. jerking? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Crib walking. 
crip walking um he just didn't like quit and then just sat and said like okay god like i know you want bigger and better things like just bring it to me like he had to go and like do some test tries right in with working with your dad even doing like that um uh digital marketing digital marketing and then real estate meanwhile he decided to do all this like right after he proposed to me hey i live by this thing (laughs) and it's called what is it what is it it's called uh doing it taking action and figuring out the rest later yeah so for me (laughs) i was like oh (laughs) this is gonna be my husband he just quit his job Mm -hmm. and he's living off his savings what are good savings though um, yeah, you had good savings because you didn't make anything like for, for like a, year. a whole year. Yeah. yeah, for like a whole year. And we still managed to get married and get an apartment. And I mean, God's just good. You know, he just yeah. took care of us throughout the whole process. And I think um, Robert took that leap of faith and, and God just came through. And um, for me, it was a time where I was like nervous and like, you know, doubted certain things. But at the end of the day, um, God came through and used my husband to like demonstrate like yeah. his grace and just trust that, you know, everything's going to be OK. You just have to, you know, um, trust. Yeah. Have faith, because a lot of the times I was scared myself. You know, there's a lot of times where like. But he wouldn't show it at no, all. Like I, I wouldn't like if he went home and threw up and cried himself to sleep. Like I didn't know because yeah, every I, time I, I would actually, see it. I, he would see me like that. Like, I would be like, oh, my gosh, you know, please love me all crying. And then he'll be like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I figure like, it out. And in the back of my head, I'm like, shoot, Robert, you haven't sold a stinking house. <laughs> <laughs> but like I even I would go home and I'd be like super like nervous. And really, like I'd break down sometimes. But uh, I knew God was going to see us through. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, I knew, I knew he was going to see us through. I knew it was going to, you know, yeah, a big deal at the time. But. It's a lot of fun. It's a like growing and you get to see what you're really made out of because a lot of times people are, that's what people, where, where people can't advance or, you know, do what they actually want to do. Yeah, it took me two and a half years to actually get all this going. And, but like, like I said, I'm just going to end up doing it. Yeah. You, know, you have to, you have to just do it, guys. A lot of times you're the one that's holding yourself back. You feel like, oh no, God, this is where God wants me to be. But at the same time, like God keeps opening that door and God keeps opening that door. And, yeah, and, and we're afraid just to like take that leap of faith. Yeah, just and, to even walk through it, just to open yeah. it and lock it. I know I was, I was just like, no, I'm good. Like knowing the in and, ins and outs, but then that's not life, right? Just yeah. and you'll never find your like potential if you never yeah. try new things and, and and people yeah, some people you might say, Hey, you know what, I'm not an entrepreneur but I love what I do. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Keep doing it. Do it at a hundred percent. You know? Don't don't stop doing it at a hundred percent. Once you stop doing it at a hundred percent and you stop loving what you do, then that's when you know you need some change. And I know I need to change big time. So uh that that's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and before we, we go into the next thing, I want to share a little uh, quote by Tony Robbins. It says, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Mm. And that's pretty much what we've been doing, you know, with our relationship and, you know, getting married, uh, writing down our goals on our honeymoon on the way back home. So uh, we, we have a couple of wins to share uh, for, for our goals, uh, you know, now in mid-year of 2018. 
and then we're gonna be setting for the next six months. Yeah. We should have probably got the goals, huh? It's one minute. Well, we could just say that we completed some. Okay. Yeah. Sure. See, we just just go with the flow. <laughs> um. So. So we didn't finish, but on our way back, on our way back from our honeymoon, we set goals for the next six months, and then some like bigger goals that we want to complete by the end of 2018. Yeah. And. Well, we had re- we had sat down again in April. So every so often, we don't wait every six months to go yeah. over our goals. We every you know couple of months we will sit down and say, hey, uh, you know, we did this. We we didn't meet you know we didn't meet just where we wanted it to be. So let's go ahead and rewrite it. And if it's the same thing, like hey, at least we know it's in front of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do have a couple of wins. Um, we actually met most of our health goals, right? All of them. Yeah, all of our health goals. So. We the way we we broke it down was uh, our spiritual, uh, family, mm-hmm. um, health. health, and finances. finances. Yeah. So we we broke it down. So basically, we broke it down to spiritual health and wealth mm-hmm. with our family in there, right? Yeah. And that's exactly what we talk about right here: spiritual health and wealth. And so we met all of our health goals, um, except for losing ten percent body fat. I don't think I. Oh yeah, you lost four yeah. percent. I lost four point one, which is still pretty. But good. you won the competition. Which but was I did win the competition on, our, on your goals. Yeah, which was on my goals. I wrote it down, I declared it, and it happened. Um, also losing twenty seven pounds. I lost exactly twenty seven to pounds. the day. Yeah, and you so did you, right? You you lost. Uh, I well, I think I surpassed like thirteen. Yeah. 12? Well, my goal was to be. I'm gonna tell you my weight. I don't care. Um, at 128 by the end of 2018, because girls, you know, the struggle's real. It takes a while for girls to lose weight. Oh, that's right. Um, and I started at 144. I know it's a little fluffy. Um, but I'm at 128 today, present day. So, yeah. so that's my wife right there. He set goals and you crushed them. Yeah. You know what so I'm now I like want to set new goals as to like. Just my fitness journey. Yeah, definitely. And and you can kind of see the our, the difference of where we set our goals, kind of where our mindset's at. Because for me, I'm I set my goal at ten percent, which is really really hard to do, right? To lose ten percent body fat. Yeah. And she set her goal by the end of the year to be at one twenty eight, <laughs> and she met it in like a couple of months. So she's more a little more realistic. She's a little bit more conservative, and I'm like, bro. 10 percent i'll probably get to 10 percent in a couple of months but i'll eventually get there right yeah. so that's where you can kind of see the difference which is great it's a it's a gr- good balance yeah, and it brings definitely. fun to relationship and actually i was listening to focus on the family this morning with dr gary chapman if you guys don't know he's the author of um the five love languages anybody that does premarital counseling or marital counseling usually you go through that book and he also has one for like children um, but basically, he was sharing how God, like, um, you know, makes two people of the, like, opposite yeah. attract to one another. And it takes... Um, fix this a little bit. It ta- I'm sure it's fine. It takes... Um, after the two years of, like, first being married, like, the honeymoon phase is over. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're still in the honeymoon phase. No, but we'll continue it after that that's the whole point of it um and he says that after the two years like you know you should you should know your partner's love language in order to sustain that and just you know build a continue a healthy marriage and communication and all that good stuff 
but um his main thing was like um he makes two people of the opposite attract so they like see like whether or not they could like basically like live with one another and they said the key to that is obviously like having a christ-like love towards one another and if you could do that in your marriage you could do that outside of your marriage with everybody and anybody else yeah and also, sorry that was a tangent <laughs> no i also listened to it and it was actually pretty funny because uh he's like uh yeah so because you know how women they like to like say stuff and like they're not telling you to do something but they're telling you to do something which i still haven't learned how to do right um so uh so he's talking about how the blinds had a bunch of dust on it and then oh, yeah and then and then uh the, the the wife's like oh man those blinds are really really dusty and then he's like i'm a smart man i I think I, I know what she's trying to tell me, right? So the next day, he said he before like six in the morning, seven in the morning before he was leaving, he starts cleaning the blinds <laughs> with the with the you know vacuum whatever, and and then she's like, "What are you doing?" She's he's like, "Honey, I'm making sweet sweet love to you." Because <laughs> <laughs> he knew like his love language, her love language yeah. was acts of service, but um, you learned that in, in the book and what you, there's like a little quiz you could take yeah. and things like that. I just, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. See? Back to the, yeah, back to, back to uh, Sherry and Wynn. So, uh, we actually got really close in our finances as far as like our savings and, oh, yeah. and paying off our, our debt. We really don't have much debt. Um, so like we, we said we could probably pay it off like in t- two weeks. Yeah. I literally have a credit card that has no interest. And anytime we use it, and we pretty much just use it like to book trips, yeah, like our our anniversary trip that we booked to Denver, mm-hmm. like things like that, because we get cash back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're smart about it, and um, and we almost met our goal. We're, we're a little off on our savings, but I think we'll catch up in the next two weeks, uh, God willing. Yeah, um, we just closed another deal um, last Friday. And uh, we got another one in escrow. Jesus. Yes, I got another. We got another one in escrow Monday. What well, officially opened yeah. today? Because they got the deposit, so that one should be fast. All cash buyer, baby. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Uh, so, um, yeah, and our even our spirituality. Um, I'm, I'm like probably halfway through the Old Testament, and mm-hmm. I knew um, by the end of the year I wanted to finish the Old Testament because I had to finish the first. Uh, the the New Testament, not the First Testament, the new, <laughs> first time. Yeah, that's what I meant. And then um, also just our parking team. That was probably one of the biggest ones, right? Yeah, I think it's important. Um, like we set goals, you know, individually, yeah. like our weight and things like that. And then as a couple, that we want to do. But we also set goals, um, like for our team at church. So it's it's. We're, oh, and our family, too. We set yeah. goals for that. So it's not only just about us. We're also setting goals, like, to reach out, whether it's a community or our family. Like, we had to set a goal. We moved into an apartment. You know, it took us a while to furnish it and things like that. But we had made a goal that, you know, by the end of June, we need to invite our families over for dinner so they could, you know, just spend time with us and just see our little 10-foot place. Um, and we managed to do that, and they were, like, super appreciative. And, yeah, blasting the AC. Yeah, and things like that. And then also, um, like, we, we probably mentioned this before in other podcasts, but our um, 
service team at church i think we literally started off with like 10 people yeah we had transitioned to the new building and we literally had like a whole new team and we weren't really acquainted with them they didn't really know us we were a little young um they were used to you know taking leadership from i just want to say like more older maybe mature people yeah um i am mature what are you talking about like you know, just older. I think we are pretty mature for our age. But sometimes. Some, uh, sometimes. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, sometimes. Sorry. Um, so um, it took us a while just to like build relationships yeah. within our team and actually just um, reach out and try to get other people. And it wasn't us. I mean, we'll de- we definitely like prayed for the team and it was our goal just to, you know, make it bigger because the church had... Um, you know, just big visions just to have a parking team outside and mm-hmm. just have, you know, a lot of greeters and just basically a lot of people serving in efforts of just, you know, just welcoming new members or just the members um, overall. Sorry, I keep yeah. hitting this thing. Okay. Um, yeah. And just even, f- even even for themselves, right, for the people serving, it's just mm-hmm. so they know, you know, how to serve God and have the relationship with Christ. And, that, and that's all part of it, too. So. Um, yeah, we made some actually really, really big goals. Yeah, I think I was counting them yesterday. So we went from like 10, 10 people. And yesterday we're a little over like 40, 45 people on our team wow. now. Wow. Praise God. Um, yeah. And praise God. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, us that sweet talked people into like being on our team. I mean, if anything, God just used us, you know, as vessels to bring yeah. more people onto the team and not only that the whole system at you know at church and just how they bring in people and just us building relationships with people that are on our team mm-hmm. so all that helped out and one of our biggest goals was to have a parking team outside yeah uh, a field team a field team a yeah. field team you would say right um but we had one cross guard out there literally one person yeah and i went out there uh this past sunday and their meeting was full they're now our biggest team yeah literally like it was probably if i could just guess really quick it must have been maybe 12 people out yeah there. so they're bigger than the team that we originally started with yeah and you know i i remember going out there and telling uh, matt carlos and and andre i said hey man we have nobody out here guys but if you guys are, are you know, you guys are, are ready, we're, I'm ready to grow this team with you guys. And then, you and know. they did. And yeah. they brought people to you. and Yeah. And then you started growing. We started being, even, you know, the people who, who were inside, they were, we were able to put them outside because our team was growing. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, we, we basically babysat the outside for a while. I was out there. And now Dylan and Matt Carlos are taking over. And Dylan's been doing a super amazing job bringing people in. Uh, keeping people, keeping people engaged, and just yeah. really just letting them know the importance of actually being out yeah. in the parking team. Because yeah, it is hard to be out there. But guys, I was out there, you know, for 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 three months with them, and, it, and it's a beautiful thing just seeing the difference you're making mm-hmm. when when you see the people and you're able to greet them. They get the whole experience. So we yeah. know it's important, and and you know, and I'm just super thankful for Dylan, Matt, Carlos, and and, and the rest of you guys out there working really really hard. Yeah. So that was a big goal that we. Yeah. We felt we were looking over our goals yesterday and we're just like, wow, like God really came through on that one. So, yeah, because, yeah, if they were to put me outside, it'd be kind of rough at first, but I put myself outside. (laughs) 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 See, sometimes she's just like, ah, move on, move on. Let's get the show on the road. Um, so now we, we just kind of want to wrap it up. I know we're going a little bit longer than, than usual. So, um, 
what's our next step? So what I think our next step is um, really, for me, it would, well, for us, it's really important that that I'm that we're able to bring in enough, enough money, right? And obviously be stronger in our spiritual life, be healthier, um, but really just be right financially where I'm able to, to retire my wife, in a sense, right? I think it's more of like a promotion because I'll still be working. Yeah, it'll be more of a promotion because she'll be working with me. <laughs> so uh, And taking care of. Yeah, and having a baby. The little babies. Yeah, right. So that's something that we're, you know, we're praying for. Um, something that uh, we're going to be planning, you know, towards the end of the year. We're, st- we're still not thinking about it. And we know. We're we'll, planning to plan at the yeah, end of the year. Yeah. So we even, we even plan that out. Yeah. And uh, even then, it's up to God's will. But that's yeah. so far what. Yeah, we're declaring it. Whoa, we're declaring it. And also, like, you know, getting the, starting the process of buying a home and, and you know, just getting us going. Because, um, you know, God's been super faithful and we feel like we are able to take that next step and set our goals even higher now. And it's going to scare my little wife, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. So, um, yeah, I think uh, from there, just, you know. Once we have all that going on, start making investments, uh, not only like financially, but just uh, invest more time because we have more resources mm-hmm. and, and, you know, invest in more people, uh, give back, more, uh, give more, love more. And that's something that we can control daily, really. Yeah. We, we, we talk about. Um, so what else? What, what else is our next step? I think that's about it, huh? I think that's it. Yeah. For now. Okay, so um, guys, we're probably going to work on our goals tonight for the next six months. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of days till uh, June is over, um, so it should be fun. We're going to get it going, and uh, again, thank you guys for, for being on here. Uh, next week, I have, I believe, Ace coming on. Uh, we'll be out in Azusa for that, so if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, guys, again, share this with somebody that that uh, that might need to hear this, you know, someone that may, you know, be in a relationship, uh, in a relationship. But babe, I did not go over. I was going to say you didn't say your my little mission statement, my mission. St- can I say it now? Yes, absolutely. OK, so the mission statement. Right. For, so the process to purpose, we're here to help inspire and motivate people to find their purpose through the process of spirituality, health and wealth using godly principles and values to break through to the life that God has called us to live. Yep. And you know what's funny? They asked me that on stage on Axis, and I did not go through the whole thing because I was nervous. <laughs> but that's something that's something that I post also that, you know, it's just kind of stretching myself. And uh, I feel like God has called me to speak in uh, some capacity. So that's that, that's for another time. though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, guys, share this with somebody, any couples, uh, any individuals that, that may need help in, in, in their, you know, in building wealth. Um, yeah, guys, we're here to just love on you guys, help you guys out as much as we can. And thank you for joining us on our journey, uh, on the process yep. to, to finding our purpose and what we're called to do. And uh, again, you can find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Robert Cedeno, Crystal Cedeno. Um, on Instagram is Chris Manda. Chris Manda. Or you could just type in Crystal Cedeno, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Or just go on your page and yeah, look uh, at one of the tags. I'll be. Yeah, I'm tagged. She's tagged everywhere on my uh, Instagram, and then you can just find me at Robert Cedeno, uh Jr. And then uh, on YouTube.